Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Shredded Ed, Cardio Johnny, Paul C, Matt Mork Super Troll, and Brazil Hadley. The best infotainment show around where you'll hear us joke, banter, and debunk all the nutritional myths you've heard time and time again, helping you get fit, healthy, and shredded. Oh, welcome to the episode number 27. Eight. Eight. Nine. Fucking useless. Just start again. How are we? Say no. no, it's roll. It's roll. We're rolling. We're, we're on the No Nonsense Nutrition podcast number twenty-eight. We're in. Yeah, penultimate one of the year. Yes, yeah, one more after this, right? Extra special. What's the last one going to be? Roundup. Yeah, super special. What's the best thing in the entire world? Um, no. I.e., the best episode we've done all year. And maybe just let Johnny rant about something for for five minutes. Yeah, because everyone thinks Johnny's the funniest, and he's not. I don't understand Johnny, so I don't know how he can be the funniest. Is he amused? The accent is so stupid. So it just makes everything sound funny. <laughs> See, even that was funny. Yeah, yeah to be fair, that's probably true. Yeah. It's not my, yeah. Uh, it's not my personality or my uh, wit. It's just my retarded accent. Well, is that, good. Is that, is that a PC term? <laughs> no. No. No, you've upset. Shit. We went. Uh, we we were listening to your live video just in one of your groups as a collective, um, and you definitely have a live video voice. You know, like your mum has a telephone voice, where they go kind of posh. Uh, you had a live video voice where you went slightly more understandable. Did I? Yeah. I got a tendency to to, to forget things like and then not remember for like a minute or so. I'm not gonna say, but I know. Classic, classic, Johnny. Panic. Right, so let, shall I just tell everyone who's here? Because yeah, it's nice, it's nice to have a bit of a group. I know it's not the bread show. It's not the bread show. So obviously we've got the bread, the Ed and the Ed and the bread. They said the Ed and the bread, the Ed and the bread. <laughs> but we also have a Matthew and a Johnny. So we're only yeah. missing one person. The NME Dream Team back on the show. Yeah, we have, have a baby sort of. She's she's your, she's your own spirit as well. Oh, uh, is that a baby monitor? Yeah. So, let's, ho- let's hope you haven't got to run off again, mate. Yeah, she, by the last week or two, bit of sleep regression. She's waking up like eight or nine times a night. So uh, I can't promise anything. Yeah, I've had that the last few days with summer being uh, same, but it's also teething. And also uh, had a cold the last four days. Not a great combo for sleep. All the gains, it's affecting my gains. What gains? Yeah, true. Exactly. I would, that's my excuse. I would have gains. I think the only one with gains is Ed's. Shredded Ed's. I haven't been to the gym properly in about two months. There's no no gains. I'm I'm maintaining, I'm tracking it, eating all the food and all the cheese. Hey, boys. Yeah. Look how normal I am. I've not been to the gym in ages. I'm I'm a man of the people. Mm. I've gone too many Fit Pro courses. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what are we, we going to talk about today, Brizzle? So today, I wanted to cover off um, something, basically, that I had a conversation with someone yesterday, in fact, because um, it kind of asked, they asked me, like, what is the, so we're just talking about what I do and kind of whole nutritional thing, and uh, basically just said, well, what's, what's kind of like the, the biggest thing or the, you know, kind of the most, the, the, the biggest mistake you see people kind of coming to you? What's the first thing they kind of say? And I had to think about it, and I thought, well, actually, 
it's quite um, something that's, I think, close to both of our hearts, Matthew, because we've both talked about it before, I think, on the podcast, but obviously outside of it as well. But the issue around what's more important, food quality or food quantity. So mm. the reason I want to pick it up, because um, most people, when they come to you to work with me anyway, and I, like, I don't chip in you guys if you think there's something that's common with you as well, but most people just seem to expect that all of a sudden their diet's got to go from, you know, like junk food diet, what they're used to currently, to all of a sudden they've got to have the world's most perfect diet. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Focus on this kind of, oh, I've got to have this the exceptional quality diet now. And in reality, that's, it's just far from the truth. So I just wanted to kind of think that'd be a really good topic for us to kind of nail out. Yeah, I, I think I totally agree. I think people, when they, like they say, oh, you're a nutritionist. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, so all you eat salad. It's like, no, that's not... <laughs> That's not what it's about. Um, chicken and rice, like, bro. That's all you can eat. Chicken well, chicken and rice. and rice. That's the bro, the bro nutritionist. Or you've got, you know, the the, the clean eating nutritionist, which isn't is a guy, basically a guy that's not jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I got is that yesterday. Is that yesterday? Said, so, but you don't eat bread. What do you mean I don't eat bread? Like seriously. I love bread. Do you know what the most annoying thing is? The person who said that follows me on Instagram, and I think, do you not even fucking look? Yeah, like uh, your your main food intake is burgers and. What's half of a burger? Yeah. Well, Cheese. Of burger. Well, well, depends on your burgers. Yeah, a normal burger. I expect to have at least three burgers in it with bacon and cheese. You can't okay, really think okay. half. So an average individual burger. <laughs> Probably more than half. But yeah, and it's all the common thing. I saw it I saw it today in the Sunday Times magazine. There was a some doctor promoting some nutritional diet intervention for, like what you're saying made sense in terms of, you know, nutrition can be powerful in preventing disease and that stuff and health, blah, blah, blah. But like in the recommendations box, there's all the usual crap, um, chia seeds and matcha green tea, cow. Who the fuck likes cow? Anyone like cow? If you put it I'm in a frying pan and salt it heavily, it tastes a little bit like crispy seaweed, a little bit. But it doesn't. You just have crispy seaweed, wouldn't you? Like it's just, it's like the worst food. Um, yeah, cow, cow triggers me slightly. So yeah, I think I get that a lot, just they're the kind of foods and people associate you with eating and um, when really that's you know just trying to eat the foods you like but well yeah, get it was um, good like i think i think like the hockey club's a big one where i get it i don't really get it anywhere else particularly um I, not so much anymore but um it used to be oh you're drinking be- you're drinking and it's like yeah i'm i'm gonna drink you under the table uh, or, or can you eat that if we go to mcdonald's after a game or can you eat that it's like yeah it's just chicken and a wrap and or a burger or yeah well yeah and there's like mcdonald's is a, is a good illustration of this right like so if i went and got a a wrap from a healthy store like oh, i can't even think of one on top of my head but one of those healthy right. pop-up things in london so like, prep. yeah so prep no, not, not even prep like you know one of those there's all these pop-ups in london that are health healthy lunches and stuff like that. So if I went and got a chicken wrap from there with the same sort of salad and stuff and got one from McDonald's, nutritionally, they're probably the same. McDonald's may even be better because you can customise it or whatever. But the fact that you put that in a McDonald's wrapper, immediately people are like, no, it's bad for you, mate. Like, what, what's the difference? There, there is no difference. Just because it's got a McDonald's wrapper on it. It's like the whole um, Matt Apex's KFC thing with the body coach. Where he compared a, like a dish that was just pure chorizo, or chorizo, sorry, Ch- chicken and chorizo, wasn't it? Yeah, but like just just like tons of fat versus what essentially was a bro meal from KFC, which was chicken, 
rice and there might have been some broccoli i don't know but because it has that label like kfc mcdonald's or whatever people just assume it's it's bad which will probably lead us on to the quantity versus quality versus all that kind of stuff brizzle i think yeah so i guess the the, the premise is that um to lose weight food quality matters so I guess, like, let's 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 just get someone's take on it. So, when when someone says, like, oh yeah, you've you've got to eat, you know, good qualities. I.e., you've got to eat clean. You've got to eat whole whole foods, non-processed stuff, because that's the only way to lose weight. What what's kind of your opinion on that like statement? So, it's... Without, without, so just just to, just without going too far down that rabbit hole yet. Yeah, uh, my 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 overriding view is factually incorrect, as in. You're just missing the wood for the trees, which is what a lot of, you know, nutritionists do. They concentrate on things that do matter. We're not saying these things don't matter, but they matter in a context of health. Um, and that context can largely be driven by body weight. So either too low or too high, then your health will be massively impacted, right? Again, I've probably gone a bit too far down there, but we'll, we'll bring it back. Johnny. Or a nutritionist, you're thinking you should know better. But if, like, sort of Gen Pop says, you could understand why they think that you need to do that because they are probably following <clears throat> Instagram models or a celebrity who tends to eat clean. So they automatically assume that you need to have high food quality to lose weight. Which you could say, right, fair enough. But if it comes from a fit boy, you're thinking, shut up. And actually say, like, this is what is the reality <laughs> this is the reality yes of course you need to eat a decent diet but get your calories correct first because if you eat clean but you eat 10,000 calories of chicken breast which nobody's going to do but you're still going to be fat and unhealthy regardless of what you've eaten so that's my taking it Ed Say that again. You kept cutting out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to assume you're on the same page as yes, all. the same you, page. Yeah, yeah. page yeah, number three. Page. I'm, on, I'm on that page with you. <laughs> so we don't need Johnny to say the whole lot again, do we? <laughs> no, please don't. Subject of listeners no. do that. No. <laughs> they have to put. You know, like when you speed podcasts up. So like sometimes you put it on 1.5 speed to get through it quickly. When they listen to Johnny, they they slow it down half. Half <laughs> <laughs> speed. Here we go. Uh, yeah so i get i mean it, it is i think i mean the point johnny made around um i guess if you're gem pop or you're not a nutritionist or fit pro i mean it's understandable why people would think well you know i've got to change my diet and i've got to start eating all these foods that i dislike to because there's no way you can have food you enjoy and be healthy um now i suppose just like going into it in a bit more detail then or going going down there now to explain it a bit more aren't maybe our thought processes yes there is going to be some changes in diet because you're never going to if, if you're if you continue to do what you've always done you're always going to get the same results so you're going to stay as you are uh, or, or get worse you know you might put on weight if you carry on eating a certain way so yes there's always going to be some aspect that you've got to change the diet um but i guess just like how much do people think they have to change 
Like, what, what, I mean, what's, um, I'm just trying not to go too far or say too much, I suppose, right now, and then basically just end the podcast in two minutes. But, um, like, what do we have to do to, to kind of get into the realms of either, I mean, I suppose that I am focusing on weight loss here, body weight. We're not, we haven't really even talked about health yet. Yeah, this, this, like, address that body weight thing. So, I think we've, you know, 28 episodes in, so we've probably covered what drives body weight calories in calories out right so as we said before you could eat a diet consisting purely of quote unquote dirty food and if you control the calories as we've seen with the ice cream and abs guy our favorite guy and obviously the twinkie diet guy and i think there's another one i can't remember the third one might even be the potato guy which isn't dirty food but just proving potatoes are awesome all of them lost weight consuming only those foods documented and like I said, lost the weight and also, you know, the health side of things, health improved, blood markers, everything like that. So the problem is, and I think this is where like you get a bit of divergence in fitness professionals, you get extremes either end, right? So we're not for one minute saying, let's take Brizzle's Instagram, for example. I know you try and balance it up, but if someone was to look at that, they would assume sometimes that you can get away with eating all those foods and they can't. What they are missing is the the eighty percent of your day, right? It's that is a snapshot of maybe one meal every other day or something like that. Everything else is in check, but it's about again I'm going too far here. But the balance of getting foods you enjoy and some of the foods you maybe don't enjoy as much, but you need to eat because they're lower calorie and you, hence you're going to be full. Um, and it's just finding that that sweet spot and balance. I think. Do you find because if you? Sorry, no, no, you finish, finish. Mine's kind of. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to uh, go on about, but yeah, go on. Um, I was going to say, kind of, what Brett was saying, just about people thinking they need to like change their whole world. Yeah, maybe sometimes. I've kind of spoken about this on my own socials a while ago, and saying that is. Uh, I was. Oh, what was I watching? I was watching some. Is it Doctor in the House or something like that? Um, where Doctor came in, this girl. She was drinking like a couple of bottles of wine every night. She was just eating shit. Um, just like loads of takeaways, loads of like junk food type foods. Um, not eating like a single vegetable in a week. Um, and he came in and said, "Right, you've got to change your whole life. I want you to go completely teetotal. I need you to eat loads of like nutritious food and all this." And I was a bit like, "That's not the best way to go about it." don't change somebody's world like in a second uh you know change the whole way they go about doing things the whole way they go about eating but at the end of the day because it was such a drastic change she did actually like she had to focus so hard on it and yes it was difficult for the first couple of weeks but she she actually managed it whether she's still doing it now who knows but um you know she was she was doing it without relapses and things like that so I was a bit like, well, okay, maybe, maybe some people can do that. And obviously everything's so individual, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah. Some people... I think you've got to meet people where they're at, right? Like yeah. you're taking someone, there's, there's two extremes. You've got, you know, someone, their diet consists of purely junk and you've got these people that claim they only eat cow salads on Instagram and you know, for a while, that's not all they eat. They're only putting their version of their world on Instagram for a start. Um, it's about bringing them both. Like, if you have someone from both sides of it and they're both struggling, because the person only eating cows probably nailing avocados as well or something that's driving their body weight, 
about bringing them both towards the middle and getting more of a balance, I think. You, you want a sensible, not just for um, body weight and stuff like that, but health is mental health as well. And mental health is socialisation, eating out with friends, enjoying your foods, that kind of stuff. Like, again, going down the rabbit hole, but you, I, I think you want to bring them towards that middle point where they just have a sensible approach to it. Nothing at either end extreme, like pure, pure clean or pure dirty. There's, yeah. Yeah, totally. Because if you if you're so unhappy because you're having to eat like literally like rabbit food, just dry lettuce leaves and sticks of cucumber, and that's all you're eating um, because you need to lose weight or whatever, and you think that's the way to go about it. If you're miserable the whole time, like like Matt said, your mental health is it's not it's not positive, is it? It's not. You know, if you if you're miserable all the time, then your sleep's probably going to be terrible, which is going to then affect like your whole life basically if you don't get enough sleep um so yeah if, if you're if you're unhappy doing what you're doing then um it's probably not going to work long term definitely not um and also it's just going to make you miserable and nobody likes being miserable so kind of what i was going to round my sort of previous point with uh was if you make for me anyway and with a lot of clients i i try and get them to make small changes so you just make one little change okay this week let's focus on upping your protein intake a little bit okay great we've done that this week let's try and maintain that this week and maybe let's try and get another servings of vegetables in in, in each meal this the following week and you know just little little steps um instead of changing the like the whole world because but and then i think some sometimes though people expect you to change the whole world then they're like oh well i thought you were gonna tell me like i couldn't eat this and i couldn't eat that and um i remember watching uh, did you ever watch hogan knows best on mtv oh, i didn't but you didn't what's what were your childhoods um so hogan knows <laughs> best like hulk hogan wrestler from way back yeah, yeah no, we, we, we don't know who Hulk is <laughs> um, there's some, there's some, we've got some younger listeners they won't know who Hulk Hogan is um, so they, they, don't, they should find out yeah <laughs> so they uh, their TV show they had uh, some American guru nutritionists come in and they were like yeah we need to get we need to lose some weight we need to get healthier so they literally like binned everything in their house they emptied their fridge into bin bags um, and they just made them basically drink green like uh what's like wheatgrass or whatever smoothie things in a little cup and that was like this yeah. is what you got to eat and then they were giving them like lobotomies and all sorts colonost what, what's the one where they flush out the bum yeah Colon- uh, yeah and they were doing all that and it was like wow talk about extremes and talk about being miserable um yeah yeah i just that said there are clients who takes and stuff really well and you can they will thrive off uh, on a big change so like you they get a big initial buy-in or big initial change and then you can go a bit harder in terms of pushing what you want to change um that's what i found anyway brizzle johnny i mean i suppose if someone's let's say obese so their health is at risk then they shift all the time as in a hundred percent of the time then you could argue the point of, <clears throat> right, they do need to eat clean. You don't. Um, they do need to start eating more nutrient dense foods. And there probably is a place for them to go quite hard at the start. And then you re educate them once they've gone, oh, yeah, I've lost two stone now. Which is, yeah, that's a five stone is quite easy, isn't it? That's You've a very good start. point, Johnny. I don't, I don't think, again, going back to that 
extremes. I don't think you can take someone... You can't get people who have only eaten junk food to flexibly diet from the off. It's not... It's, it's too many trigger foods, too many things yeah. like that. And actually, I find when I'm dieting, I just don't eat certain foods because, again, we're going down this rabbit hole, but they'll make me eat more of them. So I just don't... I avoid them. It's not... You, you know. You're going back to your argument with Carlton about peanut butter. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Really? Because I know I will eat it, right? Like, it's... It's, it's a shit dieting food, but, you know... We're not saying it's a shit food, but it's a shit dieting food. So you just avoid yeah. it. Otherwise, like, you're just hungry or you're just so prone to thinking, oh, just another spoonful. Yeah. And I think when you understand calories, that's what I meant when I was trying to, you know, probably wasn't get across right. But if you can, once you understand, you know, when you're dieting, hunger is a key thing, right? So if you understand the value of those foods, so I'm going to have this much peanut butter. You can't see because it's not on video, but like a teaspoon of peanut butter or I could almost almost squeeze a meal out of you know two tablespoons of peanut butter then i'm going to the meal every time like it's just a stupid fuse to try and diet on yeah that said so, like prior to sorry just before yeah. that said i am dieting over christmas which is stupid and i'm going for hawksmoor christmas burger tomorrow um but i will fit that in but that's a stupid stupid idea to try and do and it's not something i'd ever get a client to do it's it's a case of do what i say don't do what i do yeah, you've you got more practice and probably got maybe a little bit more um, adherence skill, if that's the, the a good enough phrase for it, because I guess some people wouldn't be able to cope with like the hunger signals and stuff, whereas I guess you probably could. So um, I kind of want to bring it back a bit. So like, I don't disagree with anything either, like, like Johnny just said, uh, or even you really, but I guess like the, the topic of the podcast and kind of the point that I really want to explore is around this like, yeah, um, I don't think and maybe it's worth just prefacing it, I don't think any of us are saying don't eat nutrient-dense food for health, because obviously that's, uh, I think, to coin Johnny's phrase, a retarded thing to do. Um, I think what I want to, the point I want to try and make is, and maybe it's like I'll go through some of the details and maybe one of the references we'll use, like the Mark Halb study, so the, the, like the Twinkie diet, that might be a good kind of example of what we're kind of talking about um, and why. So basically the point I'm making is like, food quality food quantity the whole kind of what's better thing is is kind of like i think it, it, it like i said it, it kind of takes you down the wrong path often because we're not saying like quality doesn't matter what we're saying is maybe not the most important thing so like as i say a good example is this this diet from mark Halb, which was the same principle with the abs and ice cream guy um i can't remember that dude's name now but um and then obviously there's the spud guy from scotland who only ate potatoes for an entire year um essentially all the same principle they kind of wanted to, to get to a point where um well no let's take it back so they're all basically overweight individuals um or certainly not in what you consider a healthy weight range um and potentially got poor health markers so the things that we're talking about there are really around things like your blood cholesterol levels blood triglyceride levels um body fat percentage i guess uh, you'd argue like hip to waist ratio and stuff so they're all in realms where they're at, at a higher risk of things like cardiovascular disease um diabetes blah 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 so all the things that we obviously want to try and avoid so let's just kind of like take go back to like mark's example then mark how so he basically or his scenario was that he's a professor he wanted to show his uh, students around uh, or talk to him about the process of energy balance so and how important it is um especially when it comes to kind of like maintaining weight so he uh went on i suppose you'd call it like a, a 
convenience store diet, I think. So we didn't just eat Twinkies, even though it was called the Twinkie diet. I think it's just more famous because it's maybe a catchy name. But yeah, like Doritos and I don't know. I can't remember what else he had. But he also took like a multivitamin pill, uh, drank protein as well. He had some protein somewhere. Um, and I think he did still eat some vegetables, am I right? I think he still ate like tin beans or something, like green beans and stuff like that. So it was out of a convenience store, but it obviously did have some sort of vegetables. So... He had obviously all of his stuff measured, so all these these measurable things beforehand. He had a measured uh, before and after, so it's ten week diet, where he basically put himself on an eighteen hundred calorie restricted diet, consistent of all foods from convenience stores. So um, I don't know what his maintenance was. I don't really know. Kind of, I suppose we could probably work it out backwards, but he was in a deficit, and over those ten weeks, he lost twenty seven pounds worth of body weight, basically proving the whole point around. Um, thermodynamics and energy balance being the kind of key determinant of losing weight. So, yeah, that's cool. But was he healthy? You know, we've, we've kind of said enough times. I think we all understand and, and realize that cal- calories are the key to losing weight. But surely you've got to eat avocado if you want to be healthy, right? Yeah, and I guess this is where we want to steer it to, right? Like people try and just like you see this on the internet and you see it in for you see it loads of places. You see it with talking to people. People want to, if people accept the calorie balance thing, they then want to argue that, um, or distinguish the two as two separate things, so healthy and fat loss. You, you cannot break those two things apart because body weight is the biggest driver of health in terms of what you can change for your nutrition, arguably. I don't think there's anything else from what I've seen from the research that is. If you look at the, um, the risk factors associated with being overweight, that drives a lot of your increased risk for whole multitude of things um cancer diabetes heart disease all those things are driven by excess body weight and uh, obviously not, just just on that not not necessarily so they you're right exactly that they they're what drive it not necessarily sorry. a deficient no 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 right. i just want to check yeah. like just to play it back on like the um uh i can't remember the right word but basically just to also explain it's not the fact that you're deficient in something or you're missing out on something which is obviously the point obviously i suppose you might go yeah exactly you you're they are a they increase your risk they're not the cause of it necessarily um you could have natural cause like genetic causes whatever but categorically being overweight increases your risk of all those things and being underweight increases your risk of certain other things as well so you know there is a sweet spot and as much as bmi gets absolutely railed um there's been this awful thing it's actually a pretty good mark of those things in my opinion but you've You've got to bear in mind that if you if you are obese or you know under BMI scale or over, overweight even that bringing yourself down into the next range will categorically reduce your risk of those those things and you can see that in the bloods that are done. So if you look at the um, Twinkie guy diet, find the abs and ice cream guy, they all got blood work done. Look at all their blood work and what improved. It's yeah. So I've got the stats on that. So reel them off on 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 Mark on Mark Howe's diet. So his LDL cholesterol, which obviously we kind of consider the loosely bad cholesterol, that dropped by 20%. So his bad cholesterol went down. His um, total cholesterol was about the same, but his his HDL, which obviously is good cholesterol, went up by about 20%. So kind of then had a so his basically his cholesterol level stayed about the same, but his ratio improved significantly. You know, 20% is quite a large amount. Um, the level of blood triglycerides also dropped by 40%, which you know levels of triglycerides in the blood are again a a, a good indicator of some some health uh, issues and obviously lost about five percent body fat so yeah. and this is all from eating convenience store mostly junk food 
Yeah, which brings you back like to the ultimate point is that calories via body weight drive a lot of the health risks. But if you can, you know, take that amazing change in like blood marks and stuff like that and put on top of that, if you'd actually had nutrient-dense food, so getting all your micros in, decent veg and fruit intake, all the, you know, traditional nutrition stuff, then add that on top and yeah you're you're into like a winning formula in terms of reducing your overall health risk and on the plus side you're getting shredded so while while we're talking about uh, okay while, while we've established that the, the biggest thing you can probably do to affect your health is maintain a, a good body weight so a healthy bmi um ed because or ed or johnny one of you two what where would food quality be more important so i guess i'm, I'm kind of just putting you down the adherence route so why why, first. why is quality more important necessarily then in that scenario? So if you're dieting, <clears throat> so you're a small female, so you're inevitably going to be on <clears throat> low calories. Um, <clears throat> if your diet consists of mostly, let's just go with McDonald's because it's super high in calorie and <clears throat> it's not classed as great quality food. For one it's super high calorie for super low you the behavior <laughs> <laughs> oh no for super low um lost in um yeah super high calorie for super low food volume so the chances of you being hungrier are higher you're not gonna feel hungry you're not gonna get full up um if you don't eat any protein and energy cigarette or chocolate every day then you're not going to feel full you're going to have no fiber so you'll be hungrier most of the time which inevitably then leads you down the path of <clears throat> i'm starving i need to eat where's the cake or where's the cereal in my uh, case or whatever so you're inevitably gonna not inevitably but there's more chance of you overeating compared to like if you had a quality diet high in protein high in fiber plenty of veg plenty of fruit plenty of food volume then you're going to be fuller you can eat more as in more volume of food um so it's essentially easier to stick to the diet so there are cases for obviously having a good quality diet but it obviously never trumps calories like some people seem to think. I mean, imagine building a superb house, filling it full of gold chandeliers on shit foundations and it just falls down. A great chandelier, but no house. As in, yeah, your food's great, but you're gaining weight, which is pointless. So it's got to be, get the calories right, and then you've obviously got, it's ideal to have a, a nutrient dense diet inevitably yeah i think looking at looking at it from a so like johnny's basically just smashed like loads of points there looking at it from a slightly different point of um kind of how you feel how you look as well so I get quite a lot of clients come to me and they potentially don't eat loads of fruit and veg um they you know they'll eat they won't eat terribly uh they just don't eat a lot of fruit and veg but we start to pad out food with fruit and veg so they can eat um 
like Johnny said, you know, more volume, less calories. So you're padding it out with fruit and veg, so like spiralizing courgette or, you know, using butternut squash noodles, stuff like that. Um, and just lots of colours in your meal to, to make you feel full. Um, and by doing that, uh, after a couple of weeks, like their skin's changed, their skin quality's got better. They've noticed their nails are, are, are looking better. They stop keep getting those little, you know, like those little skin buds around their nails. Um, so they stopped getting, stopped getting those and, um, their hair quality's better. Their skin doesn't look oily. Uh, and just in general, they just feel better within themselves, whether they've, they've lost a load of weight or they've just lost maybe a pound or something over those few weeks. They just, it's amazing how many people say that, you know, things like that make them feel better. Oh, my immune system's better because I'm not getting ill all the time. You know, these are all just little, little things that, um, potentially could, could make you feel better and, and have a, an added benefit alongside the weight loss. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, yeah, and that, that, I think that reinforces our point that food quality does matter, but it's not probably like the, the biggest driver when it comes to health on the most part. And I don't know, maybe I'm overstating that. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a bit unfair. And maybe like we're just encouraging people to go out and just literally live off Twinkies and potatoes. But well, let's bring that back a bit, right? Let's like Brizzle, giving you your Instagram following and your clear love of burgers, bars, and shakes. Like, what, what is a normal day like for you in terms of, not well, now because you're bulk life, but like if you were dieting, so let's give an example to the yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what, how would you set your day up? So, no, perfect. So, I mean, if, if, if I was dieting, you probably wouldn't really see me eat a protein bar. Like, that might even just be a good enough example on its own because, like, for 200, 250 calories when I'm on, you know, a, a small budget in the first place, they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not satiated enough or make me feel full enough to, really warrant having one so like and i guess maybe that's a good tip um even as maybe it's a bit of a tangent but it's a good tip to say like mo- when you're dieting you kind of have to be very um aware of the impact of what you're eating so this comes down to kind of like the quality aspect i suppose um for the reasons johnny and ed have already said really in that like i'm not spending to and i suppose in the, anna you said about the peanut bar i'm not spending 250 calories on a protein bar when i could probably just have had a protein shake and then something far more filling on top for the same amount of calories so my day was like every like so obviously that's just a side point about not having a protein bar. But to answer your question, I suppose like I'll skip breakfast. I'll make sure my lunch is very much centered around um, a lean protein source, some vegetables, maybe some rice or something like that. But you know, like take a ta- bag of tilde, you know those types of rice or you know Uncle Ben's microwave rice. Like I'll have half a bag because okay, a full bag I could probably fit in. But again, it's just about like sensible choices. So I will, um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of like my main meal. And that's usually my first meal of the day, other than maybe a shake or something in the morning. And then my evening meal is exactly the same. You'll have seen pictures on my Instagram of some meals where I've literally got like seven different vegetables on my plate. I'll have celeriac, carrot, onion, loads of greens. So whether it be kale, green beans, sprouts, like I love sprouts. One of the few crazy fuckers that do. No, I think, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, you can see there, like, some of those meals are really low-calorie. They're huge. Like, my, some of my plates are massive. Um, so, and, I, and at best, I might have 100 calories worth of junk in a day. And I might have some chocolate at the end of the day, like, for, like, Matt, like you said, I think, for the soul. So, like, that's, that's all purposeful. It's all choice over because I know it's going to probably benefit me in the long run. I could easily have had two burgers and, you know, like a 
an apple later instead of all of the, that food. But am I then going to be struggling my diet after a couple of days? Of course I am. So it's all about like, okay, if I stuck to that diet, like these guys have, like the Twinkie diet, potato diet, abs and ice cream, if I stuck to it, I'm sure I'd have got the same health benefits of losing weight. But for me, it's just like, yeah, it's, I need to have a diet that kind of ticks all of the boxes. So it keeps me full, keeps, you know, and, and obviously gets me to my calorie goals as an example. But I always think it might be worth mentioning, like before we started recording, I was saying to you, what was I, eat? I was eating before we started, weren't I? What was I having? Massive plate full of vegetables yeah. again. Why? Because right. I thought, well, I haven't had any today. So you just make a conscious decision to have it. Like I don't, I didn't have to, but I think it's just worthwhile thinking like sometimes you just make the decision to eat some quality food because it's good for you. Yeah. I, I, just, arguably, I find my nutrient density of my food will go up when I am dieting because I can have a metric shit ton, that's a legit measurement, yeah. of vegetables um, that I enjoy. Like, they're, you know, they're not boring. Like, I used to think that I had to eat greens only, no like other veg. So I would have cow, I'd have spinach, and it was grim. But like is there anyone else when, it, when Matt says kale? All I can hear is cow. Yeah, yeah cow. That's, that's like you're eating beef. Kite, you're eating kite, beef. Kyle. Yes, my accent. Like, I'm not as bad as your neighbour. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Too, too fucking like, West London, isn't it? We in it, South East. South East. Tunbridge or something. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. that Tunbridge is Kent. Yes, they're on that thereabouts, isn't it? Anyway, um, anyway. <sighs> Right, that's besides the point. Anyway, <laughs> but I used to think I have to, and they're veg I didn't enjoy, whereas now it's like a load of peppers. Champagne. Uh, <laughs> no, not champagne. Is there a it reason why you just it's opened your drinks cabinet? It's covered. It's my drinks cupboard. It's full of whiskey. Um, anyway, anyway, you don't have that shit when you die and put it away. No, I don't really drink at all. Um, so, yeah, sorry. So, like... Now it's loads of like peppers, courgettes and stuff like that, grilled, like chucking loads of spices and stuff like that. It's food I actually enjoy eating. So I think the point I was trying to make was that when I'm dieting, because I, I don't want to get hungry, like my meal is a bit like you, Brazil. I'll, I'll have like a lean protein, usually chicken breast or, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a massive fanboy of het chicken sausages. And if, if they want to sponsor the podcast, please do. Um, my food bill is primarily het sausages. But... It'll be uh, lean protein and uh, a shit ton of veg. And I might add some carbs in if I so choose, but I prefer, again, working to my preference, as we would with clients, to have a look at the carbs in the evening so I can have a proper meal with the fiancé. Um, so, yeah. I can't believe I didn't mention cheese. I didn't uh, mention the, my, the amount of eat lean cheese I have. Use my, use my code. Brett 10. Brett 10. To be fair, it's good cheese. It's not as good as uh, it's not as good as Edge Cheese. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's cheese. Um, but for dieting, I wouldn't go anywhere near Edge Cheese. Sorry, Ed. No, neither do I. Yeah, neither yeah, do I. It's it's too tasty and it's it's too calorie dense. No, I, and to be fair, I like that. That is the kind of the point I was making. In that, like, usually my uh, or yeah, my my by. By default, my nutrient intake is better when dieting for the reason you just said. Hence, kind of like when I'm bulking, I purposely have to go out my way to make sure I eat vegetables like today. Like I haven't had any today, so I better stick some on my plate. Even though I had a microwave meal, but I still cooked some vegetables aside to stick with it because I thought, if not, I'm not going to get any veg in.
you know, we we preach calories, I guess, a, a little bit, not too much, but you, it's almost a counterbalance. You know, it's, it even goes back to when we first started MU together. You, you're trying to counterbalance all the, the shit information. So sometimes we concentrate a bit too much on drumming that beep. If you look at all our diets, apart from Johnny's, which is just cereal, they're they're pretty nutrient dense. Actually, no, sorry, tell a lie, Johnny. You've been you've been coached now. Oh, last two days. Oh yes. Yeah, so cereal Johnny's now no more. Um, this is this is interesting though. To just to bring it to the point that we were making earlier on about starting a diet and stuff. Uh, Johnny, what's changed in the last two days since you've been dieting? You can dance his gut, funnily enough. <laughs> Go on, talk to us. What have you done? He he, he, now, he, he now has fruit and fibre rather, <laughs> <laughs> rather than fucking sugar puffs. Go and call the puffs of fruit and fibre. No, joking. Uh, so the morning now, rather than having like <clears throat> cereal, even though it was, it was effectively ready break, which I don't know, people think that's the bear of the of the cereals, I suppose, but <clears throat> it was that way. I think it's not very nutrient dense, not very voluminous, if that's the word. So yeah. now, a shit load of liquid egg whites, 400 mil or whatever, 4, 450. That's a lot of egg whites, ton of mushrooms, which is like, I don't know, is it like 17 calories per 100 grams or something? It's a ridiculous guy. Yeah, about 200 that. grams, some peppers, some onions, and it's huge. So then I've cut my calories in half, pretty much, and probably quadrupled the size of my actual meal. And then for dinner, I just made, I've made, <clears throat> they have um, chicken seasoned with some Italian packet seasoning stuff, and broccoli. I went proper bro all in. That was like, I don't know, 300 calories. So usually by dinner time, well, after dinner, I'm usually on about 1,000, maybe 1,100 calories. I'm now on 500. So I've halved the calories, probably tripled the amount of food I'm eating in terms of volume. And it's all happy days. And, I, and I'm not having a massive bowl of Cocoa Pops or cornflakes or chocolate nugget pillows or what else, any other high sugary calorie dense cereals. So yeah, nutrients has gone up. There we go. I am however I did however work in four celebrations. It's all right. Four four whole celebrations. Uh, again, you know, if someone saw you eating those, they would just take that as your diet. Like the context of food is just taken out like I've got a really good example of this. There's a guy at work who sits next to me, um, won't name him or anything like that, but by all accounts, if you judged him on what he ate at lunch, he should be a pretty big dude. Um, he's not, he's fairly, he's not, he's not lean, but he's not big, he just normally maintains. But the guy doesn't really eat breakfast. Um, he doesn't really eat dinner either. Like, he just has a very light dinner. Um, yeah. Are you wondering what that sound is, Brizzle? <laughs> I, I think that's my uh, dishwasher draining. I'm sorry. All right. That sounds like someone was playing some sort of beatbox in the back. I've, <laughs> I've, I've ruined the podcast. <laughs> I'm slightly concerned, actually. Yeah. No. Um, no. But yeah, so this, this guy naturally, and it, there was a really good program on Channel 4, I think, to get around yes, to watch. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, go on. You run with that. No, no, no. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've, I've had the. I've read about it. 
Um, is, is, so just just to make sure we are on the same page. Yeah, this is the one about uh, why people are thin. Naturally skinny people who have yeah. junky food diets. Yeah. So basically, I think there was. There, I mean, I watched it. It was a documentary. Where they followed two people around about basically trying to establish why some people can eat what the hell they like and still remain thin. Um, and I, I posted a status just after it saying, uh, or actually, I can't remember if I posted before or after, but basically I knew the answer. I think we all know the answer. But basically they move a lot more than you realize or they realize and they eat a lot less in calories than they realize. Um, the, the, the outcome was really that they kind of naturally, um, what's the word? I was going to say adjudicate. It's not the right word. Um, what word am I looking for? Help me out. They na- regulate. They naturally regulate their own calorie intake without even thinking or knowing about it. Essentially, is what they did. They they kind of like when they did have junky meals or like one guy went out for a buffet meal and consumed like three thousand five hundred calories in his buffet meal or something, which you know banging good lad. But he uh, he then basically ate nothing the next day and he like walked a lot more than he did and like w- w- like subconsciously, and that's like yeah I knew it. So people yeah, that are thin yeah. and have these kind of like never ending metabolisms they don't they're no different than most people. They just tend to have these better habits or kind of just naturally just regulate it better. You know, some of us have to work maybe a bit harder in doing it, but it's not magic. You just have to purposely go for these morning walks like you do, Matt, or you kind of have to just purposefully skip a meal the next day to make up for it. It's just. Yeah, I I think if you go back to, like you said, what you said there, the the main things, right, were uh, they didn't, none of them snacked. They only ate the three main meals, so they reduced their calorie load there. That's quite a, a good way. Well, of... So when when they did snack, they skipped meals instead because they yeah. had a snack. They didn't feel like eating dinner, so they didn't. But yeah, that's a quick like. If you don't want to track calories, fine. Then start skipping snacks. See what happens then. Um, but that's the side point. Like like you said, naturally active. Like they just fidgets and they were moving a lot. They didn't even realize it. it was only when they the secret cameras told them this, um, and they naturally. Um, had hunger like signaling like and if you go back to what we little plug here johnny you like this what we teach on the lifelong lean project is all those things that is that a lot of people don't naturally do are skills you have to learn so like like you said i go for a walk every morning just because then my activities up and i've got a bit more leeway with my calories if i've if i've boxed it off in the morning it's done if i've done my steps of the day and if it over the top's a bonus um do so we get people moving you get people being aware of their calorie choices and the fact that if they go over one day, not that you can build up and build up, build up, but you should try and attenuate the the excess either before or after. And all skills you can learn, but some people just do that naturally very well and they're the ones that are the, oh, you've got a fast metabolism, you're so lucky, I couldn't eat that. How can you eat that? Like they're, they're those people. The thing is, the, the, the overweight crowd are probably the exact opposite in that yeah, oh, yeah. they tell you how well they're eating all the time, but they don't realize the amount of snacking they're probably doing and they don't realize that they're kind of far less active than these other individuals so yeah 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 i think we've all i don't know what you guys but i know me and johnny have been there i wasn't quite as bad as johnny but um little dig there but oh i'm sorry johnny johnny used to be a bouncer fyi um you know that it's only when i started tracking i realized actually shit i'm i'm yeah i'm eating healthy I hated it. It was awful food, but my calories are through the roof. Like it's insane. At one point, I thought, oh, how, do, "How am I ever going to do this? Like, how do people, you know, get lean and stuff like on that few calories?" And now, that was even that few calories, really. So it's just a learning process you have to go through to get to 
a point where you control it and that may be tracking calories that may not be tracking calories there's there's plenty of other methods you can do um but ultimately every method is teaching you to portion control or control calories in some way lovely little tangent there. i think little, uh, sort of thing kind of off what you were saying there about people with fast metabolisms and all that um if you're overweight find yourself a person who's been skinny all their life and just eat what they eat when they eat and you'll guarantee that if you have the same portions and if they get full uh they they'll stop eating like i know all four of us on this call won't stop eating when we're full we'll just keep piling back the food until the plate's empty and this goes back to what we're talking about (coughs) (laughs) Um, he's just got an endless bottomless bowl of cereal um you're supposed to put it the cereal in a bowl and not just pour the milk into the bag you know um, <laughs> um, so yeah it goes back to what we were talking about with Laura whereas you know you fall you put your fork and knife down and say right okay I'm finished remove the plate from away from you that's what people who are always skinny will do so like whereas greedy buggers like ourselves we won't do that we'll keep eating until the plate is empty and then probably lick the plate clean as well um, so, and then move on to the Ben and Jerry's in the freezer <laughs> yeah exactly so you look at these people like just observe them like if you've got a friend who you fairly like you know you see a lot just watch them eat um they, they won't finish their food half the time um they will have tiny little rabbit sized portions uh and and they're fidgets as well they're constantly moving around they're very active they'll walk to the shop instead of drive they'll you know be running around and all that yeah yeah, yeah I, I think I, it's just sorry mate go on I've got quite a good story about that. So I, I was one of those people when I was younger. Like those, how, you must have a far cognitive metabolism. You eat so much crap, and I did. Like from fifteen to like I think eighteen, nineteen, probably eighteen. I'd say I was lean with abs naturally. Um, and then something funny happened. I broke my leg basically. The two things that happened. I can't believe this. Alexa's now turned on. Um, <laughs> <I> go, <laughs> what's happening? So I've got all, everyone's Alexa who's listening to the podcast and they're going to turn on. Um, so, yeah, actually, we should say that. Alexa, subscribe to the No Nonsense Nutrition podcast. Good way to get figures up. But so I got a car. I stopped walking everywhere, like I did, and or I'd go out my bike. Um, I also stopped doing my paper round, um, which was like probably about 10 miles every morning on the bike. I'd walk to school for two miles um, when I was in sixth form, two miles there, two miles back. I would, after school, go out on the bikes with the boys because um, we used to be massively into mountain biking. And when I started work, I stopped doing a lot of that stuff and I broke my leg. So I stopped playing sports or doing any activity. So my diet, my activity was one of those insanely high activities that could counteract the, the shit I was eating. As soon as that stopped, I piled on part on the weight and that's where I initially got my weight issues from so I turned from a a naturally lean or fast metabolism person into someone with a slow metabolism I thought I was just getting old but you know it's just the activity yeah I think um I'm, it, it kind of the, all the the tangent that we've been on for the last sort of 10 minutes or so I think highlights the point in that or maybe like the key, the actual key message that I wanted to end it on is is what is, is what it highlights in that yes food quality matters um, food quantity matters more, I think, for health. Um, I guess you know we're not we're not really included the whole output bit there in terms of like the points you just made around exercise, I suppose, Matt. Because I guess the quantity is always then going to be in, in in alignment with obviously the activities as well. But that aside, I guess like like and like I think most things in health and fitness, 
um, and most things in kind of like life really I think a lot often the best place falls in the middle somewhere so like having a good mixture of quality um, and and obviously a big focus on quantity somewhere in that middle lines where you're then going to be able to enjoy life still is probably the best place you want to aim for fair to say yeah I think you nailed it just like you know all these crazy arguments going on on, on uh, Facebook and stuff about low carb high fat high fat low carb like you know again that every in the middle like just be sensible about it and like you said to your your, your point dietary intake is just sit in the middle um yes you're gonna have some weeks like it's christmas right so last week i had four christmas parties i navigated them all fine because i am dieting i have a goal in mind but that week if i was wasn't had that goal in mind i would treat it as yeah i've, I've got that week coming up so i'll probably ease off a little bit before and a little bit afterwards um not naturally i'd have to consciously do that because not naturally inclined that way um there's a learned skill but it's something that that i would have done and it would have been fine you've got to appreciate that life you've got to live life right you can't you can't be clean all the time you can't be dirty all the time you just got to have that balance just get back to your point yeah. cool yeah. cool right. it there. and be healthy by eating lots of fruit and veg <laughs> yeah yeah all right actually before we end like favorite veg we always cover favorite burgers come on let's go favorite veg johnny and reason snips parsnips i've heard you like a big parsnip i'm gonna I'm, uh, yeah okay fine why why yes why I don't know. Just taste it like, didn't it? Just like the taste. <laughs> it's all right. You want to know if it's just taste. That's fine. It's what so he's, like, he's like, I want parsnips that are rolled in cereal. <laughs> no, he's, he's on about honey glazed roast parsnips, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brizzle, you got one? From a taste perspective, it's got to be potato, right? I think I think it's got to be potato. I think, but I think from overall, all round kind of use, celeriac because it's low car, uh, low carb, low calorie, high fiber. But it tastes like tastes, shit. It doesn't taste like shit. It tastes alright. It tastes good. It tastes alright with loads of peri peri like seasoning on it. Yeah, but well, there you go then. Banging. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I missed that. What was that? Say again. Celeriac. Uh, it's, it's too perfumey. Yeah, too perfumey. Isn't it? Um, okay. Well, I still, I still think it's good. Um, you know, already said sprouts. Big fan of sprouts. Sprouts, it's a good one. All right, my ogres. <laughs> <laughs> no, he like doesn't 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 he like the Japanese sweet potato? Oh god, yeah. yeah. It's um, I thought sprouts was ESG. She always bangs on it. She does. She loves the sprouts. Does she Emma? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I think, I think I like asparagus. Oh, good shout! Like grilled, little bit, little bit of spray, parma ham. Oh, lovely! No, no, not even that. Just a bit of garlic and some some, some salt. Garlic salt, basically. Yeah, problem is you got the whole urine thing, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, you do notice when you consume a lot. Well, not even a lot, mate. I can have like one one. Sp- Sprig? Is it sprig? Is that what he calls it? I don't know. Whatever one, the asparagus spare. spare. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Spare. That's a spear. Mm. Definitely a spear. Spear, um, yeah. But 
just, honestly, you can, you can like literally eat hardly anything. And within 10 minutes, if I'm going to the toilet, I know I've had it. <laughs> but delicious day, right? So, well, not well, good. Smell. Yes, they are. Look at that. We've, we've rounded we've, out. We've done it. Are we dead? Yeah, I don't mind. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I think I just, mine. Just, uh, I'm not saying we're done. I just want to say we've, we've rounded out a podcast where we started uh, saying it's not about this stuff and we've gone on to our favourite page. Love it. <laughs> you were the one who brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea, wasn't it? <laughs> Ed, so what's, what's your favourite veg? It's either peppers, because raw or cooked, they taste pretty good, or yeah. mushrooms, oh. for the pure fact that garlic mushrooms on toast is the bomb. So, so middle class. Am I, like the only, am I like the only dude who literally like can easily leave garlic in any, any dish? I love garlic. I love roasted garlic. Oh, my dad used to make my own baby food when I was a baby and he used to like cram it with garlic apparently and nobody would change my nappies. Oh shit. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah. Um, did we want to round off with a few few like icebreaker type questions? Can if you want. Have you got any? Um, if, you have, if you haven't then no. Yeah, I've got, well, I've got a few in front of me. We can scroll through and pick some. Um, if you were invisible for the day what would the one thing be that you do? Girls change room. <laughs> Girls change room. That's not even a, that's not even an answer. Okay. There's there is no other answer other than that, right? Brett, Brett's a date pair, right? Okay. <laughs> Johnny. I can't see. You can't say. Should I see? Huh? Should I see? Yeah. If I was invisible for the day, yeah, Johnny, I know what Johnny would do. I would punch John Wicks in. <laughs> He'd go around to the keto guy's house. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. He's like, like keto guy take a photo of the keto guy eating carbs. We're like, you hate keto. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do. Sprinkle <laughs> sugar on his butter sticks. <laughs> yeah. well, what we got next? What's up? You're not answering that one, or are you girls changing? Oh, I'm going, 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 going keto guy. Yeah, he's going keto guy. Okay. Go on, let's let's route through these because the list okay. is broken. This um, is shit. No, I got to edit it out. I don't know. I should have looked these up and got some better ones. <laughs> these are wank. Like, in, have you ever locked yourself out the house? No, I want. I want one more. I want one more. Pick one. Anyone? Just pick one. Even if it's crap. Uh, give me two seconds. Somebody sing. Somebody sing. Would you rather be clever or beautiful? Would you rather be clever or beautiful? Say again. Would you rather be clever or beautiful? As a shallow. Clever. Beautiful. Because you're clever. Well, shallow. If you're clever, you can work out a way to become beautiful. You can just get both. Exactly. Exactly, Johnny. Get both in the end. Yeah. Fair enough. We done. Let's hit the button. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Never. <laughs> I'll research some better ones where next time. Coming from. Never pretend that it's all real. Someday. Oh shit! I got that lyric wrong. Matt's, <laughs> <laughs> Matt's gone. <laughs> right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.